Hello listeners welcome to another great podcast this is Satavisa for today's podcast we have with us Kavya Prasad founder of Lumos Labs hello kavya welcome to analytics insight it's great to have you here hi satavisa thanks for having me at your podcast thank you now can you please give me a brief about your company yeah for sure um so i can start from like the beginning right so we were incepted in 2018 um back then what we essentially did as an organization was run several developer engagement programs for different platforms in web3 so uh, think of it as a company that essentially was bringing more developers into the ecosystem uh, that is web3 and helping developers with education in terms of you know what you need to know to become a blockchain developer and how can you basically contribute to this ecosystem so we ran these programs uh, and the form factors usually change so depending on what the platforms required at that point in time we would uh, you know run a hackathon maybe run a college education drive uh, or even a startup accelerator program depending on the maturity of the platform that we worked with over the last four years we've done over 50 uh, programs uh, with several different clients and um, every other prominent chain out there has worked with us in some form or the other and uh, very recently in the beginning of 2022 we decided to launch a product uh, the product is again in lines with you know what we are doing in terms of bringing more developers into the ecosystem and i can probably get into what that product looks like um if, you know further into the podcast well that sounds really amazing now i'm really curious to know what kind of innovative technologies you people are using in lumos lab Right. So um, this actually will get me to talk about the product a little further, right? So what we're essentially trying to do is build an ecosystem for developers and make it easier for discovery of opportunities for developers. So uh, in the last couple of years, we've noticed a few challenges in the ecosystem that we thought we could solve. So one main uh, thing is that opportunities are super scattered in this ecosystem. uh each chain has its own um community that they're building on say discord they have their own websites where they put out their uh chain specific opportunities but there is no one place that developers can essentially find opportunities that are aggregated across chains and those are immense um that was one the second thing is developers again uh their identities are very scattered so you have you know github where a little bit of their repositories are show- showcased so their pet projects are showcased you have dev folio dev posts uh, platforms like that where you know hackathon winnings are showcased there is linkedin where their career journeys showcased but there's no one place where all of these um you know the entire journey of a developer end to end from you know grants they've won bounties they've won um uh, say uh, jobs they've done and pet projects that they've built out and you know uh projects that they've contributed to or forked from all of this is not there in one place and what we essentially want to do is build a product that essentially caters to them finding opportunities in a more aggregated way and also um build an online on chain uh, resume for them that makes it easier to discover uh, op- uh discover op- um job opportunities better and also have companies discover 
better talent in an easier way. Now, in terms of the product itself, we are building uh, this in the form factor of a metaverse, mainly because we can cater to the entire journey of a developer from learning to finding more uh, like-minded folks to um, discovering opportunities to talking to the companies in, in a first-hand perspective in this one platform. And if we were to do it outside of a metaverse, this would be difficult because we would essentially have to roll out multiple products. Now, coming to the technologies that we're using, so to start off with, um, obviously, there is a front end and back end to the um, uh, product that we're building, right? So front end is obviously like uh, most product out, uh, products out there are using React UI, and that is what we are using as well to uh, build the interaction in the front end. And in terms of back end, we are obviously sticking to you know the regulars, which is Node.js. For login credentials, it's um, you know uh, auth zero. And uh, in terms of the on-chain data, uh, we're looking at uh, considering um, interoperable layer in terms of you know connecting it to several chains as opposed to having all the data stored on one chain and also using uh, solutions like IPFS to essentially decentralize that data. Um, this is an overview of the technologies that we're using, but obviously in depth, we are looking at integrating several other different uh, dev tools that exist to help the product kind of get to the next level sooner. But uh, uh, as we are still a working progress in, in terms of you know, building the product, uh, this, these are the technologies that we're using. Now coming to the metaverse itself, we are building it uh, with a 3JS library. So uh, the metaverse itself would be a browser-based metaverse that we build on 3JS. That sounds really great. Uh, thanks for telling me all of those, these technologies. Now, I want to know, is there any kind of major challenges that you must have faced while working in Lumos Labs? 100% uh, for sure. So uh, let me start from like the beginning, right? So back in 2018, when we uh, ran these developer engagement programs, uh, one of the biggest challenges that we faced was actually getting the interest of developers because not a lot of people knew what blockchain was and um, getting that interest and actually educating them from zero saying okay this is how you've been uh, learning how data is stored right in a centralized manner and now kind of trying to change that mindset for them was a big hurdle actually that we had to cross now over time in the last couple of years we've seen a lot of adoption of blockchain and that's become a lot easier now a lot of people at least know the underlying um, you know foundation of blockchain technology and you know we don't have to get to those the, the that level of basic understanding right so now there is a little more understanding um so those hurdles were crossed but only you know time will uh, sort of make this um mass adoption uh, grow faster right there is no other way of um you know accelerating this understanding or the evangelism of blockchain technology and the only way that will happen is you know more and more companies coming in and talking about this technology and uh, hiring more developers training them and getting them to build right so that was one big hurdle that we faced back in the day now in recent times it's more along the product right so the kind of hurdles that we face are you know when you're building a browser-based metaverse again hardware is a big constraint we don't know what the user that is going to be uh, logging into our metaverse is using in terms of hardware so how do we optimize our metaverse in such a way that we don't use um uh, uh, or you know the um 
metaverse renders with a very very low gpu and a laptop that doesn't have that sort of gpu right uh, how do we um, sort of uh, make the um, uh, uh, the access of this metaverse uh, in in an easier way where we can get this to render both on a on a phone as well as on a laptop so there are these small hurdles that we are kind of um, um, you know coming towards and trying to solve also in terms of you know rendering currently rendering happens on a particular device itself but uh, very recently i did uh, sort of explore new technologies that have cloud rendering so essentially the rendering happens on the cloud and then is delivered to the um, server on the laptop which means that um, the render time kind of reduces so if you notice any of the metaverses that exist right now the render times are quite high and we need to repeat at least 20 to 40 seconds for a world to load and uh, this is one of the biggest hurdles that we are facing as well within our organization where we are trying to reduce that load time and make it more user friendly that apart i mean um, obviously this all of this is new technology so there will definitely be more hurdles that we will have to cross but we will take it one day at a time and see how we can solve for each of it thanks for explaining that so well to me now i want to know about your opinion on what is the web future of web3 in india Right. Um, so in terms of future of Web3, I think, um, again, we are very, very nascent into the technology and the applications itself, right? We are just scratching the surface in terms of, you know, what we can do with this technology. Uh, there are a lot of misconceptions that need to be sort of uh, removed from the, the ecosystem, right? Developers assuming that they need to know uh, how to develop a uh, smart contract or how to, um, un, you know, understanding the infrastructure in such a way is the only way they can contribute to this ecosystem. That's a very big misconception that uh, people have. And you can contribute by being just a front-end developer and a back-end developer as well to this ecosystem. So there are a lot of these sort of challenges to cross in terms of, you know, the mass adoption and actually spreading the word of Web3 in, in this ecosystem. But we are moving towards the right direction. There are a lot of ecosystem enablement companies like ourselves that are helping, um, you know, evangelize this technology. There are a lot of education platforms out there that are actually giving free education and in fact, paying the uh, users for learning Web3 technology. So it's called a learn to earn model where uh, people learn and then get um, incentivized for learning and completing certain quests or tasks. So there are many uh, companies like that that are helping, you know, build a better foundation for this technology. And in terms of the startups, I think, again, we've run a lot of startup accelerators and back in 2018, when we ran our first accelerator ever for Web3, and back then we weren't calling it Web3 either, right? It was a blockchain accelerator. It uh, We were struggling to get startups because startups didn't even understand the applications of blockchain and why they would use this technology for their uh, product or solution, right? But now as we are running these newer uh, accelerators with different chains, we've real realized that the funnel or the deal flow of startups has increased quite a bit. We have, um, uh, we started with, you know, getting say 120 startups in our first ever accelerator. And the newest accelerator that we ran with Hedera, we closed uh, the uh, 
registration pipeline with about 518 startups. And um, this itself shows the growth of this ecosystem, right? And um, it doesn't stop here. It obviously kind of uh, will go ahead and become more mainstream as we go further and have more and more of these startups helping this ecosystem. Um, that apart, obviously, there are regulatory uncertainties. And uh, one of the biggest hurdles to cross is having a clear regulations in terms of what, um, how do you work with cryptocurrencies? Uh, how do traders work with cryptocurrencies? How do startup founders that have their own token work in this um, in in India or in this ecosystem? And uh, this would actually accelerate the um, growth of uh, Web three in India itself. But uh, only time will tell how things go. Um, to be honest. Well, that was really interesting. Now, please tell me some of the benefits that are waiting for the developer community in India. Right, so uh, one of the biggest benefits that uh, blockchain has brought in is that you can earn um, USD salaries sitting out of wherever you are in India, right? Uh, remote work culture has become very, very prominent. And if you are able to put in some time and learn the uh, blockchain infrastructure and what it takes, right? The tech stack that uh, it takes for you to build your own chain or uh, build, um, you know, smart contracts around a product that use, uses uh, this technology you can earn um, a very, very big salary sitting out of anywhere. So that is one of the biggest benefits of blockchain, right? In terms of our product, what we are trying to also bring into the developers is um, uh, opportunities. Now, developers don't like to, um, you know, in most of them, actually, I wouldn't say all of them, don't like to stick to one company. They like to experiment. They like to look at new technologies. They like to innovate. They like to build different products. And uh, what we essentially want to do is aggregate these opportunities so they discover these um, um, you know, these opportunities in such a way that they can contribute to several ecosystems as opposed to just sticking to one job, right? Which means that they can have a full-time job and earn a passive income, or they can be a full-time freelancer and keep, uh, you know, contributing to projects and earning uh, different, um, uh, earning from different ecosystems. So uh, what we, um, what I see, which is a biggest value add with the metaverse as a play here is that opportunities become borderless. You can meet people online and actually figure out a working relationship with them. You can build your team online and, uh, you know, start building products. You can find your, uh, you know, tech team in this world. So the, the opportunities are limitless, right? Uh, and uh, honestly, um, with developers, I think because blockchain at the end of the day is an engineering movement, they have the most number of opportunities in this space. And um, one of the biggest gaps I'm seeing with um, developers itself is uh, security engineers, right? So all smart contracts have vulnerabilities and these need to be audited to know that these smart contracts cannot be hacked or manipulated with. Now, uh, this is done by you know, a couple of audit companies that are out there, but um, the demand for security engineers in blockchain is very, very high. And um, this is something that uh, still is a gap in the ecosystem and needs more uh, education and um, evangelism to get more developers to actually look at the security side. This is not the glamorous side of blockchain. It's more unsexy and which is why maybe a lot of people aren't delving into it. But uh, the, uh, the kind of, um, you know, money you can make doing this is is insane and uh, people should start looking into that side as well but these are a couple of things that you know developers can benefit from in the blockchain space well the uh, benefit sounds really exciting even i'm feel excited 
Now, lastly, I want to ask you, what are your future plans with Lomos Labs? So to start with, what we want to build is a sort of like a, a LinkedIn on the metaverse for developers to find opportunities. But with that, I don't see why this cannot be a LinkedIn for Web3 in the metaverse altogether, right? Why with, with a tech hub being built right now, uh, which is the biggest problem and the biggest like a challenge that we've seen, we can also expand this to, you know, a design hub, a community hub where designers and uh, community managers and um, marketing folks can come in and actually find opportunities in this space. So uh, honestly, we don't we don't want to stop at just aggregating opportunity for developers, but also start aggregating opportunities for everybody see, uh, you know, looking for a job or a freelance gig within the Web3 ecosystem. What this essentially does is builds a community of smart professionals in this one uh, platform, which can also then become a very big R&D hub, right? This is a place where I can find another researcher that I can work with to um, you know, innovate in blockchain. This is a place where I can find uh, a, a CEO can find a CTO. In, in this world, right? This is a place where I can actually gather my entire team and put it together and actually uh, build my company from scratch, right? So the again, the vision is that this becomes like a virtual um, global R&D center in a way where uh, people can come and uh, build the next products for the future and innovate for the future. That sounds really amazing. I'm sure this is definitely going to help all of our listeners too. Thank you, Kabya, for joining us today in our podcast. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I wish you all the best. Thanks so much, uh, Satavisa. It was a, a great conversation. Thanks for having Thank me you. again. Thank you.